0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Warplords Podcast. My name is Mike Danger Votor, and I'm going to be your host this afternoon, day, whatever it is. I have no concept of time anymore. We pick back up on the Fractured World story. Today, I'm joined by Mike, Jared, Graham, and Dylan. Why don't you guys tell me who you're playing, and let's talk about what happened last week, and then we'll get into it.
1: Oh, hi. My name is Mike, and I play Mr. G. Uh, I build things and totally don't, uh, wish destruction on the people around me with explosives
2: at all, or else. My name's Jared, I'm playing Johnny Law, the bird cop recovering alcoholic guy. Uh, I'm Graham, and I'm playing
3: Dennis Stanson, the... Greatest politician that accepts bribes in the entire region. <laughs> uh, and I've been making friends with Johnny Law recently and it's going wonderfully. Yeah, we're pretty tight. We're friends too though, right? Uh huh.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure.
1: Are you, are you joining, are you joining the, uh, church of Latter-day Birds as well?
0: Bird cult. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: bird, <berk>, the feather. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, feathery colt. Uh, wait, one second.
0: The flock of feathers.
1: The the flock of feathers. The claw colt. No, my turn.
4: <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I said no. Oh, I didn't hear that. Hi, I'm Dylan. I'm playing Fujiwara Seimei, and I don't have any friends because nobody likes <laughs> rich people these days.
0: Weird. I wonder why. Unclear. Well, awesome. Guys, why don't you uh tell me what happened last week? What nonsense did we get into?
2: We started on a boat.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, I was just opening. I was gonna let you guys <laughs> We started on a boat and then we left the boat. We went through customs uh and while uh going through customs, we had to use some quick thinking to get the the sacred beast. God guys through?
0: Yes, your demigod pals. Sela, Melody, and Muella.
2: I mean, they went through pretty easily. Dennis worked yeah. magic.
0: Dennis got to shine.
2: <laughs> what else happened, guys?
4: Yoten uh, planted a bug on some of us, and then uh we chased them down an alley and brutalized them until the cops oh, yeah. got involved.
0: Yeah, you guys had a staircase fight. Not much of a fight, but...
2: Yeah, uh, Sarah's got mad at me for yelling. <laughs> 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 she was like, you're scaring the neighbors. <laughs> She's like, I'm role-playing! <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's fucking incredible.
1: <laughs> Nerdiest reason to have the cops called on you ever. <laughs> hey, I am the law. <laughs> I, have I am the, the law. law. <laughs> I wasn't gonna hit my girlfriend. I, I role-play a cop. You know you, you know how you guys like to hit people?
0: <laughs> Amen, right, brother?
1: Just had to do some creative interrogation.
0: Yeah, and then the guards just thought you guys were being ridiculous, and they sided with the Jotun and told you to get the fuck out of town. And then you proceeded to spend a long time still in town. <laughs> things were
1: initially okay. Mr. G didn't find any technology at all. This place is barren of all the things he loves. Yeah, they told you to go to the next town, including a dead cat.
0: I have no idea what you're talking about.
2: about Johnny Law, cat. out of the kindness of his heart, <laughs> tr- uh, decided to help a homeless-looking person named Izzo, who now is following us around?
0: Uh, yeah, Izzo's still with you.
2: And indeed still homeless.
0: Well, yep, Is it that's Naga true. or Naga? Naga.
1: As someone who has just found Jesus, he instantly defaulted to being extremely Stop judgmental. Bringing Jesus into this and <laughs> assumed birdsus. Okay, whatever.
0: You don't know and shit assumed
1: about bird God. This man was homeless and and looked down upon him immediately and was like, "You need my religious charity."
2: He didn't force his religion on him at all. <laughs> he just said he wanted to help him, and then well, that's he gave how they him get some you. clothes. Yeah, you clothe the guy, you feed him, and then all of a sudden it's like, dude. Oh, if anything, have you heard it's more like a cult. I'm like, follow me around, and we can leave the planet. Just drink this Kool Aid. You know, it's like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> also, you might have to kill some people. I mean, but don't worry; it's for a good reason.
2: It's a it's a, a role playing game. Killing people what kind is of implied. Role-playing game doesn't have right? some good old killing. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, now we're leaving. We're leaving the town like we were told. And it took us three and a half
4: hours to do that.
0: It took you a very long time.
4: (laughs) And I also met one of my sister's friends who is hanging out with a little boy, because I guess that's just a cool thing to do on this planet.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, absolutely. It's more like a babysitter thing, you feel like. So, we start. You guys have finally left the port town La Portabella. We reconvene with you guys outside of the gates. You see a sprawling hill up above you. To the left of the hill, there is a large forest. You can curve around the actual city, and you can access a beach on your left-hand side. And on the right side, it would appear that there is a large blue mountain that kind of seals off the eastern coastline. You guys are here with your, you're now six companions. What do you guys do?
1: Outnumbered. We're outnumbered by NPCs.
0: <laughs>
1: Got a thin
4: herds. Speaking of thinning All right, the let's start herds. start killing
0: them. <laughs> Speaking of thinning the herd.
4: I'm going to take Silver up on his offer on showing me how to catch my own sacred beast, because I... Just have those captured spirits in my sword, and it's not the same.
0: It's not the same. It's definitely different. Yeah, absolutely. So you walk up, and Silver's like, hey, hey, uh, Fujiwara, how's it, how's it hanging?
4: Quite well. I have run into an unexpected number of people from my homeworld today.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, it's a weird amount of outsiders are showing up on the coast.
4: Now that we are no longer under the watchful gaze of the local militia, I'd like to take you up on your offer to show me how to capture one of these sacred beasts.
0: Oh! Hey, hell hell yeah, man, come on! Uh, he, like, slaps you in the chest, and he runs to the left. Um, so basically, you run through a couple of uh, rock formations down the left path, which leads to the beach, and you see a patch of this, like, bright green tall grass. That comes up to about your chest. You see it rustles and shakes, and you see Silver release one of his capture spheres, and you see the bipedal dog known as Aura. You follow him into the grass for a while, and eventually something comes out at you. Can you please make me a sense, Jack Dylan?
4: I can do that. I can't pass, but I can do it.
0: Something comes out of the grass... At you. Um, what's your armor?
4: My armor is a seven. Okay. Oh, wait. I activated that uh, you shield. You activated that... your
0: shield last session. That is correct.
4: So, would I roll the shield?
0: You can roll the shield. That's, yeah, totally fine. I'm gonna
4: That's do that. That's how Dylan's second character died.
0: <laughs>
4: Ooh, two ones. Not great. That's rough. 24.
0: Okay. So, the shield does not track in time. So, You aren't really paying attention, you're just kind of trying to follow Silver's lead as he rushes headfirst into the tall grass. You barely see the rustling next to you, the shield tries to track around, but it doesn't make it in time, as you are headbutted by a small green deer with a yellow flower on its head. You are hit for two points of damage as you get headbutted by this tiny deer.
4: Well, there goes my DR.
0: You are now in combat with the beast, and you see Silver standing next to you. And he goes, Alright, so what you're going to want to do is, you're, you're going to want to weaken it, and then throw the capture sphere at it, and make sure you hit it.
4: Okay. It, can I touch this thing? How close is it to me?
0: It's all up in your shit. It headbutted you and dropped straight to the ground. You see it right in front of you.
4: So I'm going to use my, uh, lightning rune to try to stun this thing.
0: Yeah, totally. That would be against its agility to hit, correct? Or would that be just against, like, willpower?
4: I do believe that would be against its agility, because I just gotta touch it. Not great. What'd you get? Uh, 26.
0: 26? Very close, but no cigar. It manages to dodge backwards pushing the grass down around it. It dodges your touch. It comes back, and it's going to try and hit you again.
4: Well, I'm going to try to dodge that again.
0: Okay, go for it. I think you probably got it on this one.
4: Better, not great. 31.
0: <laughs> yeah, my roll was much worse. I rolled a 1 and a 2 on this one. You managed to dodge to the right of it, just as it tries to charge at you again going through the grass around it and Silver's just cheering you on you got it Fuji you got it
4: alrighty then so I'm going to try a slightly different tactic okay I'm going to try to freeze it with my ice dragon
0: hell dude love it
4: so I draw my sword and point it at the grass deer thing and go show you a sure? short right. ooh explosion That is going to be a 30.
0: Oh yeah, that hits. This thing looks very weak. It's barely able to stand. The ice hits it in the side and it clumps up on it. It doesn't freeze it in place, but it is moving slowly. It looks very hurt.
4: I'm going to try the capture sphere then.
0: Okay. So, roll me C rank and your agility, please.
4: Boop. 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 Not bad two elevens
0: okay cool that's already enough to beat it I do not need you to add any more
4: I got twenty-eight by the way
0: Nope. so you hit it you see it transform into this almost swirling mixing silver and green energy as it's sucked up into the capture sphere as it unhinges it drops to the ground and it starts to shake there I
4: hold the B button
0: can you make me a luck check please
4: I can do that no six out of not six
0: it pops out of the capture sphere after it shakes twice Mm. again this thing looks at you and it's still not really moving it's not hitting you um, but it's not running away it looks like it's pretty uh, pretty injured and stuck in place
4: since uh, it's having trouble moving around I'm going to try to stun it again Okay. 34.
0: 34. It is not moving.
4: Alright, and while it's stuck for the next uh, four actions, I'm going to point-blank the capture sphere.
0: Okay. I don't need you to roll. It sucked up right into the capture sphere. Don't need you to make me a luck check on this one. The point-blank approach did work for you. Woo! You now hear a telepathic link in your head you hear the cry of this small little deer and then you hear like a robotic voice go beast of seasons link established
4: interesting
0: what are the rest of you guys doing you see uh fuji has run off with silver
4: did they
1: say anything before they left
0: uh you can make a sense check you saw fuji go up to uh go up to Silver, and Silver looked super excited and ran away.
1: Oh no, I'm not looking for them. I'm asking if they said anything before they left. Nope. Okay, we just I would just keep going if the rest of the group continues down... I'm assuming there's like a path of some sort we're following?
0: There are many options. You can walk up to the left and go in the woods, you can walk up the hill, you can go to the pathway to the right along the mountain, or you can go to the left where you saw Silver and Fuji run off to. So there are options.
1: Who's leading this group to go to the next city?
0: You guys are all just w- like walking as a collective group. No one seems to be leading.
3: Yeah, carrying on straight ahead works.
0: So what? What are we doing?
3: Carrying on straight ahead.
0: Okay. So you guys start to begin the trek up the hill. Make me sense check, gentlemen.
3: Uh, big fail. Big,
0: big fail. Time.
1: Pass. Pass. G failed twice.
0: Okay. So Johnny. Can you also make me a will check, my guy? Pass. Pass? Dope. You feel compelled to rush up the hill as quick as you can. As soon as you start to kind of fly upwards, directly ahead of you, you see a whole bunch of trainers are standing there. It looks like they're getting ready to battle. Hmm. If you continue on this path, all of you would be walking into the middle of this.
3: Like, literally into the middle of the fight?
0: It hasn't started yet, so, like, okay. they're all still talking. Johnny, you can make an intelligence check, though.
1: I just want to say, for the record, G is just sucked into his little data pad, his little, like, uh, notebook tablet thing, and he's just kind of peripherally following the group. So as long as someone in front of me is moving, I'll continue moving. If not, he will not. You
2: said I'm compelled to move towards them?
0: Not necessarily towards them up the hill.
2: Okay.
0: And like I said, you can also roll an intelligence check since you passed your I failed that. String. Okay.
2: <laughs> well, I'm compelled to move in that direction, so I continue to move in that direction.
0: Okay. You and the large group of companions head up the hill. You guys now see four people that are that are kind of standing around, and it looks like by the time you guys are over there, they're all kind of shaking hands. Looks like maybe a battle has already commenced and they seem to be looking for other participants for the battle they see you and you see a human male with long blonde hair who's wearing a red bandana and he's wearing a cut off t-shirt he runs up to you he goes hey you are you guys trainers
1: <laughs> uh-huh are we what are we, are we what
0: are you trainers you guys you guys train sacred beasts i see your capture spheres
1: I mean, I I have a sacred beast, but I'm not. I don't. I don't necessarily train it. I, I actually. I recently added a spider legs to one of them. Is that considered training?
0: Uh, I, uh what? How'd you do that? Uh, ingenuity. Um,
1: a stroke a genius.
0: I can't say that's common. Most people just fight with them so they can get stronger.
2: You know, that kind of seems a bit needless if you ask me. Fighting them. Just forcing them to fight each other for no reason. Eh, ah, I don't know.
0: It's how they its how they get stronger. You do get that, right?
2: I mean, you can do it for a reason. Back back in our planet, that was considered uh, animal abuse. Just, just, just fighting animals.
0: Not here, man. Yeah. So look, do you guys want to fight or not? What's going on here?
2: I mean, Come are on. you doing something wrong? Or are you just fighting for fun?
0: We're doing it to train.
2: Eh. Ah. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, what? one of you trainers killed, like, uh,
1: our cat friend. Uh, so I'd rather not have any more needless death.
0: I'll do it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fuck your friends. These guys are losers. Come on over, bud. Bug's still out, right? Yeah, you have Bug out. Okay. I assume he wants to, because he seems to like it. I mean, Bug does seem to like it.
1: Yeah. Dennis, if you're gonna fight, I, I think we should probably help. You know,
2: so you don't die too, you know, because Boots is dead. So I'd rather not see you die as well. I mean, they they could just not contribute and leave it up to the uh I'm not going to personally
3: fight. What kind of an idiot would also fight alongside their monster physically?
2: I <laughs> mean, I have done that before, but in this situation, it seems unnecessary.
0: There are people that do that. Those people are pretty crazy, though.
2: I I am not one of those people. All so right, no So if we worries. don't have to do that, then I'm in. I'm going to ask my my beast Luckier. You know, we have the telepathic link, right?
0: I mean, yeah. Your beast is in the capture sphere though.
2: Can I still commune with it when it's in the capture sphere?
0: I mean, yeah, you don't know if it if it'll super respond back to you, but go for it.
2: <laughs> okay, I'm just going to tr- try to commune telepathically to Luckier. <laughs> so so what do you want to do here? These trainers, they're fighting. It's really not that necessary, but if you want to go, I'll draw you out.
0: You get the telepathic length, it's like... He's like, eh. I wouldn't mind getting out of here and stretching a bit and doing some stuff, sure. That seems fine.
2: Remind me to keep, to keep you out more. Uh, it's probably boring inside of there. He pushes the button, or he, does he throw it? or Does he push the button? It's up to, How to you. How does it work?
0: All you have to do is push the button at the okay. very end of it.
2: Buttons are very complicated.
0: All right, man, what are the, what are the terms? Are we one-on-one, and then I assume you walk up with luckier now being released?
2: Yeah. Well, I can't let my man go in here alone.
3: Nah, what two do you on think, We're not participating in the fight part, though.
1: That makes three, I guess. I might as well get involved. I could collect some data two. on these. Just
3: the two of us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if it's going to be... Three on one here I'm gonna get my man Jeff in here. Jeff, get over here.
3: Oh three on one? No, no, it'd be even. Do whatever you gotta do to make that I even
0: I got two beasts, so I could do one like I could I could fight the two of you, the the, the bird man here and and the the, the, the slick hair greasy guy here. But <laughs> if and if you're uh if your uh elf friend there wants to fight I'm gonna need to bring in another trainer. Elf friend? Who? Who's that? He points to Mister G.
2: Oh, Me, I, I'm, I'm an elf. Friend is a strong word, <laughs> huh?
3: So, G, you fighting? Let's let's let him know.
2: Yeah, I could, I could use some more, some more observations. All right. More. All right, all right, Jeff, get characters. over here. Yeah. Hey, hey, Izzo, you got a problem with this?
0: I'd really prefer if you don't fight around me. I'm not going. I'm not in this lifestyle anymore. You ah, know that. Well does it
2: bother you if we do it?
0: Do what you <laughs> will. You're paying me. Who am I to talk to my employer? I like big that? Guy. You see he walks away and he goes sits on a rock, gets some sun.
1: I'm sorry, I just find that whole conversation funny in the context of a recovering alcoholic saying that to somebody.
0: Just don't do it around
1: me. Just don't do it around me.
0: So you see this guy's friend jeff as you heard come up and jeff appears to be a Dullahan and he's wearing light robes and he has a bunch of books around his waist they release uh three beasts you see a giant orange and tan crab with a huge claw you see a tree it almost kind of reminds you guys of a dryad but it looks a little bit different So it has a huge, long nose, it's got a brown body, it looks like it's standing on sandals. It has these, like, two bulbs coming off of its white leafy head, and it has these, like, long green leaf-like hands coming off of these bulbs. And the last looks like a giant brown jack-o'-lantern with orange glowing fire, a pink candle coming off the top, and it has Vines growing off the top of it that form hands. So you each can release one Mon.
1: I'm gonna send out Spander.
0: Okay. Luckier, Bug, Spander all come out. And the blonde dude with the bandana. Alright, so what's the terms? What are we what are we betting on this match here, gentlemen? Money, items? What does the winner get?
3: What's what's common practice?
0: Usually money, but we could always kinda raise the stakes if you want.
3: Raise them in what way? Like, we talking pink slips here?
0: I do not understand that reference, man. I don't know what a pink slip is. But I was <laughs> thinking, um, what if you throw in a couple potions or capture spheres our way? If we win, and if you win, I'll give you guys this. And you see he holds a tome out. You could use this to teach your sacred beast some new moves.
3: You said potions or capture spheres? Yeah. I just
1: um I just blackjacked uh my sense check. Does he look like he has anything him or his friend look like they have anything on them that's like super valuable? Aside from that? Maybe some armor or like a weapon or something?
0: Not really. I mean, like they both have their weapons, but they don't look to be like stockpiled in gear. Their gear also doesn't look to be particularly
3: close.
0: I'd prefer not to give you the clothes on my back, man. Plus, they're kind of sweaty. That seems a bit gross.
3: Ah, He'll love them, then. And I motion towards G. Uh, (laughs) I'm not...
1: I don't know why you're asking these things. Uh, do you have anything of other value? Something Something we could use on our journey? We're not from here, and we're not gonna... We're going
2: other places as well.
3: That book's, like, a pretty big deal, though. This is the most valuable
0: thing that I got, man.
2: I've got an idea here. Uh... Johnny pulls out a thing of handcuffs. It says, "Loser has to walk around with the other one handcuffed for an entire day."
0: You mean like I have to be handcuffed to Jeff, or I have to be handcuffed to one?
2: Nah, of you, you guys? and Jeff. If we lose, I'll handcuff myself to Dennis.
0: You should handcuff yourself all to each other.
2: I mean, I do have two pairs, so I suppose <laughs> that's fair.
0: That sounds like a fun bet.
2: That <laughs> does sound like a How fun bet. How old are you guys?
0: Oh, I mean, I'm up there in years, you know.
1: I'm twelve.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is the gruffest twelve-year-old you've ever seen. No, uh, I'm a, uh, I'm twenty. All
3: right, perfect. You're old enough to drink. How about if we lose, I give you this extremely valuable bottle of alcohol that's partially drunk.
0: I mean, do you have a full one?
2: I mean, I have, I have one here.
3: <laughs> I take the, <laughs> the full same one, one still.
2: It's not the- that one's nice, sir.
3: Alright, how about- I- I like lean over to Johnny and whisper, since you don't want it anyways, let's just give them that, then they get nothing that we actually wanna give them, but we can get good stuff.
2: He's right, Johnny. Shut up, Mr. G, this is an aside. I'm qua- I'm being quiet too. <laughs> I can also- I can hear you cause I have elf ears. Shut the fuck up, Mr. G. <laughs> Dennis, I just think it would be really funny to handcuff the two of those together. So I I just kind of want to do it.
3: All right, no, we we can keep that as part of it. We give them the alcohol so it's a real thing. Like, if we have to get handcuffed, we'll just undo it as soon as we're out of sight, obviously.
2: I mean, that went without saying.
3: Yeah, let's go with that. All right, so we'll keep the handcuffed thing, but you get a sealed bottle of alcohol if we lose. And we get the tome.
0: If we're doing items, I, I'd say tome for liquor is an even exchange. What do you yeah. say? Will I'm me. on
3: board for that, and then the handcuffs go both ways, no matter what.
0: Hey, absolutely. We fine by me, pal.
1: <laughs> Can I roll a sense check to tell whether he would like being handcuffed or not?
0: Uh, sure.
4: How into it is Clark?
1: Up oh, two out of four.
0: <laughs> two out of four. Maybe not to Jeff. Maybe maybe to somebody that's super not Jeff. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
3: All right, let's let's uh, let's do this thing. Uh, I call Bug over to me first, Danger. Sure. Um, so, between the three of them, you have the most experience. If they screw up, try and cover for them.
0: <laughs> Bug, like, nods and starts sharpening the scythe-like <laughs> blades it has for arms. The bloodlust is building <laughs> for Bug as you get him pumped up. Gentlemen, if I may offer a bit of advice, it. Sel- comes on over and, and looks at you quickly. Yeah, what's up? Dennis, you should have Bug attack the, the thing with the, uh, the sandals, so to speak. I think that would be your best bet. Um, watch out for the crab as well.
3: Okay. Thank you. Um, can I, I telepathically relay that to Bug? So I assume he gets it. Bug gets it. Did he know
0: already? Mm-hmm. Cool. So. We are going to be starting combat. The guys walk over and they go, let's have a good fair match, guys. Let's have some fun. And they go to shake your hands. Do you reciprocate? Oh, yeah, Yeah. totally. Yeah, totally. Very nice. You guys think you're about to have a good fair battle and no one's going to try and fucking kill you today. You don't get the vibe that these guys are looking to just kill your beasts.
1: Whose Whose hand am I shaking?
0: You shake both hands.
1: Okay, both of them. I when I shake their hands, I stare them right in the eyes and I say, "You better not kill my friends." Just like really weird and creepy, like.
0: I mean, we're not f- we're not fighting against against each other, like, either. That wouldn't happen, dude.
3: What? Oh, he's not talking about us. He's talking about the sacred beasts.
0: Oh, okay. We're not right. his friends. Oh, okay. I, hey, I got.
3: You. No, no, I'm I'm be- talking
1: about you guys. You guys are oh my friends and. I thought for sure you were talking about the beasts. No, remember, remember Boots died. He got killed. I I do not. Who is this? It's Monsieur <laughs> Who?
3: Boots, our our cat friend. Okay, yeah, I'll use sarcasm on that one okay. to convincingly mask.
0: Uh, can you just make me a charisma check, Graham? To yeah, be sarcastic to keep things
3: rolling. That's a that's a blackjack. Eight out of eight. God damn it!
0: You've known Dennis long enough where you feel I'm like he's sure he kidding. <laughs> But do you really feel like he's not kidding.
2: There's
0: oh, <laughs> just something about it, man. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, you see their beasts line up. You see the big pumpkin is in the middle of the crab and the shogun-looking beast. All right, guys, let's do this. And with that, it is top of the round. So, Mr. G... Yeah, I need spander to dodge. To dodge, can you can you not block? I mean, you could roll a block if you like.
1: Hmm, I think it's the same roll.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you see a big menacing ball of energy start to appear in front of the pumpkin. You hear the man known as Jeff, uh, who has been mostly quiet, just go. All right, Gorgia. You shadow ball.
1: Um, hmm. Yeah, I'll try to dodge, I guess. Okay. Got a 28.
0: That's going to be close. It's uh, so close that I need you to roll one other die. Fuck. Well. It's a nine. Okay. You take one point of damage as the magical attack hits Spander and explodes, but it doesn't look to do much damage to him. It almost looks like it hit his leg as he dodges out of the way.
1: <laughs> so two questions. Yes. One, is it dark type?
0: It's ghost type. It is super effective.
1: It's ghost type?
0: It's shadow ball is ghost type.
1: Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if it's dark because... Wait. Wait, ghost does is, is super effective?
0: Yes, because you're a ghost.
4: Ghost v. ghost. Bad. Ghost
0: Noted. is
1: super
4: effective against ghost, shadow ball, ghost type. It was the first good ghost type attack. Second no, question... Is that <laughs> is
1: that a DR redu- reducible or no? Because I was told he had two
0: You do resistance. have two DR, yeah. I'll say that that does count as your DR.
3: Okay, cool. You got Ghost Armor.
0: Yeah, because uh, any Ghost-type attacks are doubled, which would have been two wounds. That's your resistance for the round, just letting you know. Okay. That's its attack.
1: Spander's going to respond and use the move Astonish. I don't know okay. what that looks like or what that does, but I'm doing it. I know it's ghost type.
0: <laughs> so you see Spander dig into the ground and start shuffling his way towards the pumpkin, uh, which looks very comical because he can't fully get into the ground anymore because of the fucking legs you put on him. So the legs are upside down and crawling with him through the ground. He jumps up out of the ground and uh, slaps him with one of his towers, slaps
4: the beast. Astonishing. And what am I rolling for that?
0: So, it is a physical attack, so you roll strength. So, strength rank, plus five Ooh. because it's stab. Oh
1: my god! I've, this has never happened to me before. I'm on a hot streak. This is dope. Uh, by the way, I, I would I would argue that he would use his little legs to t- 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 burrow underground with the legs. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. 56.
0: Oh, dude, yeah, that hits. I, I rolled a 21. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, comes out of the ground, flips around, and slaps this thing in the face. What's your magic rank, Mr. Mister G?
1: All right. Uh, Spanders magic. My magic rank or Spanders? Oh, sorry,
0: Spanders. Thank you.
1: Uh, it's actually a B rank magic. He's got a nine.
0: Oh, boy. Yeah. So that
1: is that a one hit KO?
0: <laughs> that is a one hit KO on uh, Gorgia.
1: No need to roll a flinch then
0: no need to roll flinch it is knocked out you see uh jeff go all right good try return the purple energy gets uh, sucked up into the capture sphere
1: jesus christ when that happens is watching and his eyes go wide and he goes he kind of mutters under his breath spander you're more beautiful than i imagined <laughs> go spander
2: johnny whispers into dennis's ear I swear this guy gets weirder every day. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I have elf
1: ears. I'm rolling for it. Oh, no, nope, I didn't hear that.
0: So Mike, can you roll either a dodge or block your choice for me? The Shogun looking tree beast jumps over as you hear the blonde haired gentleman who uh, introduced himself to you as Niles. He just goes, Alright, Shade, use Leaf Blade. And you see its hand glow bright, brilliant, like, emerald green as it comes down and it tries to slash across Spander's face.
1: Um, what would I add if I was doing a block?
0: You would add strength. And your armor.
1: Do I get anything, anything for dodge because I'm a ghost? Or no?
0: I mean, if you dodge and it's an attack that won't hit it, it'll just go through it. But if it's okay. an elemental attack or, like, a magic attack, there's no benefit.
1: So I'm gonna try to block, because I can actually add my strength to that. Totally fine. I got a 31.
0: Yeah, I got that beat on dice alone. You, sir, take eight wounds as you are hit by the leaf blade. Because it's super effective.
3: Eight wounds? Yep. That's many also wounds. danger. That's too many wounds. Yes. This is the first time it came up and was relevant, but I was going to say the first time someone attacks, I want Bug to counter. Not necessarily, like, an attack of opportunity when they're flanked. Not stop the attack altogether.
0: The way that this would work right now is you see quickly as the battle begins, it's much quicker than you were kind of expecting it to, uh, as they are both immediately ready to go. Yeah. At the moment, you see that Mr. G's newest beast, Spander... Yep. is currently engaged with one of the beasts so you think if you had bug move around it that he would gain a flanking bonus spander would also gain a flanking bonus you can make me an agility check to try and do that stealthily and quickly
3: yes you said agility right yes okay uh blackjack
0: four to four okay
2: so is is your Castle dude down or no
1: He's not down, but he's looking He's looking pretty beat up.
0: If, his, if another one of his stats go to a one, Mike, that's how he gets knocked out. So, if he gets hit again, you think he's probably going to get knocked out.
3: Yeah, totally. Multiple physical stats at one means
0: done? Yeah, two. You just okay. need two of your three, and that's how you're knocked out. Okay. This thing is not currently looking in your direction, Bug flies around, dust flying up underneath his wings, and he flanks around uh, the opposite side of Spander and the beast known as Shade.
3: Oh, you said that would give Spander a flanking bonus too. Does that impact how much damage it takes? No. Or the roll for it? Or is this after?
0: It's pretty much simultaneous, so it doesn't give him a bonus to the roll or mitigate damage. Plus, flanking is a bonus to hit. Oh, that's right. That's right.
3: So I'm in position then?
0: You are in position.
3: Alright, uh... Bug's going to use... What the hell was it? X-scissor.
0: X-scissor. From
3: behind. What's the... What's the bonus?
0: X-scissor gives you plus five from being stabbed. You get to add your strength to the attack roll. And flank gives you a plus ten. I'm pretty sure you got this.
3: (sighs) Uh, forty six with the flank bonus.
0: You, yeah, yeah, you hit. <laughs> All
3: right, uh, I'm gonna roll for a crit then because I have that too.
0: <laughs> yeah, please do.
3: Uh, nope, no crit. No crit. Okay, so that is three wounds. Three wounds. Three strength wounds. Excuse me.
0: It's times four effective because he's grass and dark, and that's a bug type move. Twelve. So wounds twelve then. wounds. <laughs> uh, he is still up. Shit. Okay. He turns around to you as he reacts, and I need Bug to dodge.
2: Can Luckier attack him before this, or does he act again?
0: Jared, we can do opposing agility checks for that. Sure.
2: I just figured he's probably almost dead.
0: Yeah. Have Luckier roll a, uh, opposed. Oh, okay. Is this resolved before the attack? This is going to be resolved before your attack.
2: I was trying to help you avoid getting hit. I passed as
0: well. Oh, well. Okay, so yeah, we'll roll roll opposed here. Just straight agility die. Eighteen. Eighteen? This attack happens before Luckier can manage to get there. However, Luckier is now moving in position for after this attack. Okay. Please roll that dodge for me, Graham. Uh, I'm gonna block. Totally fine.
3: Whew, thank God I exploded, because the rest was shit. Uh, do I add anything apart from strength?
0: You can add Bugs of Armor.
3: Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, 39.
0: (laughs) Please roll me one additional die as I also rolled a 39. Jesus
3: Christ. Two within three rolls. This is
1: ridiculous.
0: Six. Okay. You do manage to jump out of the way as you, Dennis the person, hear Niall scream, All right, use Hurricane. Get out of this. (laughs) And you see it starts fanning. It's fan-like leaf blades at Bug... Bug... Dodges straight backwards and a huge twister appears. You see Shade actually jump into it and start to use the momentum of the attack to get out of the way of Luckier coming at it. So, Jared, what attack are you trying to use?
2: Um, if he acted before, I was thinking I might go attack the other guy.
0: Totally fine. Which
2: he he beat him. Who's the other guy? There was the pumpkin ghost who died, there's the tree dude.
0: The tree dude is fucked up, and there's now the crab. crab. The crab that has not acted yet.
2: Um, I guess... Would I be able to hit this hurricane tree?
0: You can try. He's just using his attack to get out of the way and dodge you. That's what's happening.
2: Alright, um, I guess I'll just have Luckier try to night slash him.
0: Okay, so you see the horn pulses with black energy as Luckier runs up, jumps up and tries to slash with the horn coming off the side of its head. As this thing tries to get on at a dodge. Uh, What'd you get?
2: Sorry, I'm being terrible at math right now. Give me a No, check. it's okay. Fifty two. Oh yeah dude. I exploded twice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just as this thing tries to catch a ride in the hurricane that it created, Luckier manages to jump very very high into the air and slash it and knock this thing back down to the ground
2: i gotta roll luck here let's see how lucky he is all right the joke here is that he's super not lucky so let's see ah no i didn't i didn't get the crit
0: okay no worries this thing is still up but it is not flying in the hurricane anymore
1: i'd like to do a thing okay mr danger yes um two questions
0: okay two answers
1: uh first one is um does it take uh an action from the the beast or from me to return the return the beast to its sphere how does that work
0: so it would technically count as spander's action if you were to return. It the beast. would
1: count as Spander's action to return him.
0: Correct. Okay. Because you aren't fighting.
1: Could I put out a another beast in the same turn or
0: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Wouldn't that be cheating?
0: You remember that it's a three on three battle. If you were to withdraw and switch to Gary at this point, that would be against the predetermined rules that you had.
1: Oh wait, I'm not allowed to swap out beasts?
0: No, because it's three on three.
1: Oh shit, well then, fuck.
0: Jeff didn't release <laughs> either of his two other beasts, you know what I mean? If we were doing more than a three-on-three, there would have already been another beast that would have been tossed in here.
1: Okay, okay. Other other question. Wait, is, is that is that tree samurai still up? Still up. Okay, I'm gonna use... I'm, I uh, Spanner's gonna use Absorb on him. Okay. How come every time I roll more die, I roll shittier? what's up with that
0: i don't know man (laughs) the more die you roll the lower the numbers are (laughs) it just be like that sometimes
1: i got a 38 that will hit nice and that does two wounds i don't i forget what type absorb it's
0: grass type and this is also a grass type so it's ineffective so it would actually just do one wound
1: oh okay it's grass type and he's ground
0: yep he gets absorbed it's it's a very interesting thing uh you actually recover the one wound that you sap him for so uh you kind of shout out to spander uh to have him use absorb and this like somewhat translucent green ethereal bulb comes out of his mouth and it hits this thing as it gets knocked to the ground and kind of bounces off and you see it sap a little bit of its strength
1: okay cool he's still up
0: he is still up and with Jesus. that I'm going to need a Spander to try and block or dodge against the crab you once again hear Niles who's the only trainer left in this fight shout out alright pincer use metal claw and you see that big ass orange pincer from the crab turns steely silver and it comes down and tries to swipe at Spander
1: Ooh, he's going to try to dodge his block is not great right now. Ooh! Okay. Shitty die, but also good to die with explosion. 34.
0: You are hit for three wounds.
1: Ah, oh, I can survive three wounds. <laughs> Just barely. Fuck.
0: Oh! actually no I'm sorry I'm sorry I messed that up I forgot about his ability which is sheer force which deals an extra wound per status effect that it ignores uh, it's actually four I do apologize that's my bad
1: he's still alive but just barely <laughs> just barely <laughs> even even more barely wait wait you said you said when a stat goes down to a one then they pass out right
0: two stats have to go down to a one before they pass out.
1: Never mind. spander is very much not um uh spander is out he is passed out mr g presses the button and returns him it says uh all right guys i guess it's
2: uh up to you now
0: so it is now two on two
2: um how far away is the is the tree guy
0: the tree guy is within within the range of luckier
2: um so <laughs> i know this is kind of weird asking you but i don't have any of the wound amounts written down on my sheet?
0: Yeah, so... Night Slash is a physical attack that would deal... Uh, that would deal strength rank wounds.
2: With the crit chance, which is the same as what bite would be without the crit chance. Oh,
0: no, that's correct. So,
2: uh, Luckier is gonna try to get the tree guy one more time.
0: Okay. He's gonna try and dodge out of the way.
2: So his horn... His horn gl- glows with, you know, dark energy. Energy of Darkness too edgy for you not nearly as good as that last time
0: uh yeah it's cool I rolled pretty shitty as well uh 41 (laughs) 41 that will hit so uh you still hit though and it is enough to knock this thing out so once again that like dark aura and energy surrounds the horn and just swipes into this creature again and it is knocked out in front of you
2: how edgy does it look Shade,
0: good job Well fought, and you see it return to the capture sphere. The crab runs up on Luckier, Jared. All right, use crab hammer. And you see the giant claw now begins to glow blue and be surrounded by bubbles as it comes down and tries to smash on you.
2: Uh, I'm not excited about this. Yeah, it's going to (laughs) hit. There's no way. I heard a lot of dice rolling. That doesn't sound good.
0: I did get two explosions. <laughs> cool. So, uh, what'd you get, chariot
2: Uh, 14.
0: 14? Okay, yep. Absolutely. You take five wounds as this comes down and just cracks right into the back of Luckier as she is knocked into the dirt below.
2: All right. Uh, Luckier is not knocked unconscious, okay. though that did hurt really bad. <laughs> Don't feel good.
0: How are you guys doing on actions? I'm just curious. Uh, I've been out for a while.
2: I'm out of actions now.
0: Out of actions. Okay. So the crab comes down and attacks luckier again.
1: The most agile crab of all time.
0: Yeah, he has a a C rank agility. All right. One more time. Crab Hammer. All
2: right. I rolled a 13, so you probably can stop rolling after like two deaths.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You take another five as it comes down. Yeah. He's unconscious. (laughs) Actually, do they die? You you can take wounds to other stats. Like, you can take it to all your physical stats. You get knocked out, and and they stop at one.
2: Okay. Can you die, though?
0: You can die. Yeah, like, let's say it went through your strength, vitality, and agility. Then, yeah.
2: Yeah, it didn't. Um, unless... Can you sub more than one time? Yeah. Uh, okay. Sub
1: equal to vitality rank? Yep.
2: Uh, he's not dead, then. Is he unconscious? No. Because <laughs> you can sub more than once.
0: So, with that, it is top of the round.
2: Uh, can we use potions?
0: You can. It does take an action. Since you guys aren't fighting, it takes an action from your beast.
2: How many wounds does it heal?
0: Um, it's just a regular potion, correct?
2: I, I just wrote down potion. Potion.
0: Um, it would heal two uh, two wounds.
2: Okay. It would not be useful in this scenario, then. <laughs> hey, Dennis, you mind getting this one? <laughs> <laughs> Here, let's attack together at the same time and hope that that takes him out. Teamwork. That works. Bug, you heard him. Let's go. Um, I'm going to have luckier knight slash this
0: guy okay. in response to Klaus to slashing. Uh, Bug's going to use Fury Cutter. So he's unable to dodge both of them, so he's going to try and block Bug. Jared, you have to beat a 13 on the dodge.
2: Okay so just real quick when you're calculating the bonus i just have the static bonus not like how to calculate it it's plus five plus strength correct
0: that is correct
2: all right uh fury cutter has to
0: hit before you get
3: any bonuses right
0: correct it is a stacking bonus move
3: okay uh that's
2: a 50
0: yeah the 50 is definitely going to go through his armor i'm just waiting to resolve jared's first
2: uh 25 so
0: okay yeah you're good
2: uh, let me roll my lucky. I managed to actually roll a one on my luck check. Is it times two?
0: It's times four. It has an increased critical chance. <sighs> so, luckier's horn glows with that, like, black aura around it. It hits the crab, and you see... Uh, it tries to dodge out of the way and Luckier spins in the air and comes down and hits with the horn and you almost hear like a crack in this thing's hard shell as it's hit super hard when it's trying Oof. to dodge um, and then as it's like recoiling and barely out of the way it tries to bring up that big orange pincer to block Bug but Bug actually shifts at the last minute and cuts straight across it and the thing falls and is knocked out
2: I'm not gonna lie. I'm huh. very surprised.
0: Wow, that was a that was a great fight, guys.
2: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised, Johnny. That was a. You know, we used our uh, tactical abilities and took him out. Well done. Well played. Looks like luckier turned out to be lucky after all.
0: Well, uh, I'm a man of my word, gentlemen. Can I take those handcuffs off you, there, friend?
2: <laughs> all right.
0: You gave up go, one boys. of your pairs of, uh, of handcuffs to handcuff this dude.
2: Yeah, handcuff the two of them together.
0: Yep, Jeff and, Jeff and Niles are now, um, are now handcuffed. Dylan, at this point, you and Silver have run back and have caught up with your companions watching this happen. So you caught the end of their fight. You are back. Uh, he also hands you guys that tome. Here you go, Hell guys. Yeah. Can you... Guys, make me a luck check. I want to see which of the TMs he gave you.
3: Luck check for Dennis or for Bug?
0: For for Dennis. Off your off your person stats. The three of you can each roll a luck check.
3: Mr. G got a four out of four.
0: Oh, that's a two out of three. Okay.
2: Uh fail for Johnny. Three. Yeah, three.
0: You receive Tome number forty-one. It is a blue book with Blue serpent-like dragons on the outside of it. This can teach you the move Aqua Tail. Oh snap! This looks uh quite dragony. Guys, that fight was awesome. Silver is like now on the edge of the circle, watching this happen, <laughs> like super stoked.
1: Does it have more than one use? It does. Oh snap! Mister G sees that it has a dragon on it, is instantly. I'm compelled
2: to start reading it.
1: Hey, guys, you mind if I uh, start pouring over this? I could
2: see uh, how this could benefit our uh Is Isn't it, like, here. literally in Johnny's hands?
0: Yeah, he's, like, asking.
2: <laughs> oh, I Johnny never answered,
4: so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that would be uh, Luckier and uh, Gary that would be able to use that.
0: I don't think that Luckier can learn Aqua Tail.
2: I'll just go over it and see, uh, how it could benefit our, um, our beasts. Normally when you want something, you can ask for it. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm gonna hold on to this for now. I asked, are are you saying no or? Oh, I, just, I forget where you asked. I just uh, remember you trying to grab this out of my hands. <laughs> Dude, I literally you asked. asked nice you. I would have just given it to you. If your beasts are injured, set them outside their spheres. You know, fuck it. Good old Big bug it. didn't there get hit go. again.
3: <laughs> I don't know that he's been hit ever yet. Maybe once.
0: He's he's a fast boy. Yeah.
1: All right, Mr. G starts looking through it, and he releases Spander, um, who's in really tough shape. And he does give him one potion as he releases him. And then when he comes to, does does that would that work?
0: What? What would would what, what work?
1: If I released a KO'd sacred beast and gave it a potion, would it would it come too or
0: Yeah, it comes too, but it's still super weak.
4: Speaking of, I also release my beast. I released the beast.
0: What did you nickname your beast, by the way?
4: I haven't decided on that yet. I was considering naming it just the Japanese name for the same
2: mm-hmm. what does it look like?
4: I'm going to try to avoid n- more names that nobody in the party but me can pronounce.
0: <laughs> it's probably for the best for, for us. So you guys see uh Fuji is now with you. You guys are all kind of talking, healing up, um and, you know, enjoying this exhilarating win. Niles and Jeff are getting used to the handcuffed life. <laughs> and you see Fuji releases his capture sphere and a small green deer. Uh, the top half of it almost looks like a, a green meadow. And the bottom half uh, is like an earthy tan color. It has yellow uh, circular spots on the side and a yellow flower uh, on its head. Very cute little grass deer.
2: Um, Johnny is going to walk up to Niles and Jeff. Um, Hey. So the deal was 24 hours, and then you can take them off. I'm going to give you the key. Who looks more trustworthy to me?
0: <laughs> Make me uh, two insight checks, please. Intelligence. Is that
2: intelligence?
0: Okay. Intelligence trying to see who the smarter of these two gentlemen is, or trustworthy, <laughs> rather.
2: Um, I passed one, and I failed the other.
0: Okay. Niles, the guy that challenged you, seems like a bit of a hothead and a bit of a a gambler, if you've ever seen one. So you think that the more responsible of the two is probably Jeff.
2: All right, Jeff. We haven't talked at all, but here's the key. 24 hours, then you can take it off. Uh, Thanks, man.
0: I was worried that you guys weren't actually going to give us the the key and we were just going to be stuck like this. Nah. All right, cool. Thanks, man. Hey, Hey, good battle, you guys.
2: You too.
3: That was a good fight.
4: So, once all the injured beasts are out, I'm going to use my healing burst thingy. So, both my beast and the other beasts all heal four wounds.
0: Cool. You see the guys brought out their beasts and we're doing the same, and this kind of helped resurrect and revive their beasts as well.
4: Am I going to be a dick and not heal their beasts?
0: It's a burst they're in the they're in the area man.
4: It's allies. Do I think they're allies?
0: I mean, these guys don't seem like enemies anymore.
4: Okay, I won't be a dick and I will heal their stuff too.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you guys see that there are now more trainers that are fighting pretty close to you. There are jagged rocks now in the path so you guys have to move through some pretty tight ground up this hill through these rock formations. Or you can start heading down the hill and it looks like there's a break in the woods and you can start walking in the woods. What do you guys do?
2: Uh, Which direction is the next town in? The woods down the hill?
0: You think that it's up the hill and around that pathway.
2: What do you think, guys? Move on to the next town? I mean, we were headed there before this. Makes the most sense. All right, back up the hill then. Oh, hey, nice beast, by the way. Fujiwara.
4: Thank you. He gave me quite the trouble, but that just goes to show he's going to be a valuable
2: companion. Hey Izzo, we're out of here.
0: Izzo wakes up from his sunlit nap on those rocks, trying to not pay attention to you guys doing the beast fights, and he <laughs> follows behind the party. So, you guys continue up the pathway, and you make your way through the tough ground. Uh, you don't really see any more trainers that are obscuring your pathway as the other two trainers that were close are fighting other people at this point. uh can you guys make me luck checks, please, for the rest of the day's travel
2: uh fail fail also fail, fail. also a fail
0: also a fail.
4: I got a three out of four
0: three out of four. You guys are all walking around and following this path up the hill. It starts to get dark. It's a little bit hard to tell because all of the clouds that are currently covering the sky are already pretty dark, but the sun that is peeking through behind the break in the clouds, you all see does begin to go down, and night begins to fall. You get about halfway through this pathway before you guys need to make camp, or decide if you're going to keep going.
3: What was the luck check for?
0: I'm going to get to it. Don't worry. Oh,
3: okay. Uh, if we're only halfway, we should probably make, make camp.
2: I would say. Yeah, halfway pathway. I kind of got lost there because I was like, those words rhyme. (laughs) But I agree. Yeah, perhaps we should make camp here.
0: You guys could either try and make camp inside of the woods. You can also keep walking a little bit further, and it looks like there's a big rock formation built up of, like, long column-like stones that are sticking out of the ground. And it looks like you could actually make camp there.
1: I rolled a 4 out of 4 sense check. Do I see anything that's, like, specifically good?
0: You think that the the rock formation itself looks like you could use it as a lean-to, and you guys could make do, but if the weather gets super bad, it might not be the best campsite. Like, it'll protect you from rain, but if, like, heavy winds come in and rain, probably not.
1: But, I mean, everything else looks worse, Right.
0: You've been in the woods here before. You know that beasts love to live and lurk in the woods. That would be your only other option to get, like, cover. Nothing. So else Mr. G's,
1: better. like, looking in his book, and as they're talking about finding a place, he goes, You know, there's a good spot over there. We could just use that. Yes, yeah, so let's
4: camp at Weathertop.
2: <laughs> hey, Kenny.
0: Yeah. yeah, Johnny, what's up?
2: Uh, We're probably going to need to gather some firewood. I know that you really like to do that. Uh, perhaps, perhaps we could team up on that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, let's, uh, let's head into the woods, see if we can find any.
2: Maybe we can just pick some up along the way.
0: There are no trees that are in the pathway for you to pick up sticks.
2: What about, like, the side of the woods? Like, not quite going into I it. I mean, but yeah, like, so... like,
0: you could go to the <laughs> side of the woods and pick stuff up. Yeah, sure. so
2: we're, like, still within eyeshot. Earshot? Eye shot. So this That's not the right expression. Eyesight.
0: Eyesight. Or ear eye, shots. Line. Yeah, <laughs> eye ear line? shot. Yeah.
2: I fuck. Eye I sh- was like, that's not right. Any other word.
0: Cool. So you split off from your group to go get firewood, the rest of you start preparing the campsite for you guys to make camp, making fires, fire pits, yada yada yada. Essentially, as you get to the big rock enclosure, you see that it's kind of like one big rock covers everything and you guys can set up camp underneath it. And it looks pretty enclosed.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't really have, like, any materials
4: to, like, set up, like, perimeter turrets or anything.
0: Well, I wasn't expecting perimeter turrets, but yeah.
4: I can set up something similar to perimeter turrets, I do believe.
0: Are you, like, trying to set up, like, wards or shields or something like that? Some magic stuff?
4: Yes, actually. One of the uses for the runes that I have is, uh... Single-use runes that I can put onto an object with Rune Scribe. So, I would like to, once everybody is, like, in the camp, draw runes in the ground around the camp in a perimeter so that if somebody steps on them, they will go off.
0: Okay.
1: Does Mr. G see him doing this before Johnny and Kenny get back?
0: Yes. Yes, you do.
1: Uh, hey, Fuji, you might want to hold off on setting anything dangerous up, wait for, you know, Kenny and Johnny to get back.
4: I'll wait until after they get back, but these are non-lethal, don't worry. What What is it? What, what would it do? A mix of blowing whatever steps on these back into the woods or temporarily paralyzing them. Hmm, sounds handy.
0: Um, so... As you guys are in the process of setting up camp, Mike, I'm gonna resolve that luck check. Can you go ahead and roll me a 2d12 please?
1: I will, but I do want to say that as everyone else is helping to set up camp, I-, I was gonna ask you, would I have already absorbed the knowledge from this book in our little walk there? Cause my like nose is buried in it on the way up.
0: I'll say that you would be able to, uh, to teach the move to Gary by the time that you get up there, yes.
1: Yeah, so as soon as we get to the camp, I would uh, release Gary and then be like, hey, Gary, we got we got some stuff to do. Figure like it. Does he fit?
0: I mean, not underneath the rock, but there's a big open area.
1: So I would teach I would teach that move to Gary before this thing happens.
0: Yep. So uh, Gary learns Aqua Tail.
1: Yeah. Do you want the numbers or do you want the
0: total? Uh, Total. Uh, Twelve. Twelve. OK. As you and Gary are chilling there and you get up to camp and you guys are starting to set all this up, a wave of these green and purpley bats come out from underneath the rocks. Looks like they were sleeping under there. And one of them uh is angry about being woke up and attacks you.
1: Uh oh. oh, bats! Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm doing G voice. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, bats! Uh, uh, yeah. So, Gary's already out, so might as well put him to use. Go for it. What does this thing, what does it look like?
0: Again, it is a bat that just has a mouth, it has a blue body, and it has purple wings. It's like a greenish-blue. It's very small. Well, it's it's big for a bat, but it's small for most of the other stuff you've seen here that that's flying.
1: So, Gary is going to try to, um... Actually, I'm going to use my new move on it. Cool. And then G would also ready his rifle and fire at the bat.
0: (laughs) Tell me what you got when you got it.
1: So that's a 27.
0: 27 will hit. Um, What's your strength again? It's a six?
1: Yeah, rank C.
0: So you deal three wounds to this bat, and it is still up.
1: And then G would follow up at the same time with a laser shot from his rifle okay so that is a
0: 26 (laughs) that was super fucking close (laughs) rolled a 25 yes that will hit and you see the bat fall out of the sky and collapse in the grass outside of the cavern Ooh!
1: throw a capture sphere at it
0: okay roll it agility no it's three die plus agility
1: oh wait okay
0: I mean, like, that still works out as your agility, but the Capture Sphere is a (sighs) C-Rank.
1: Holy crap. That's a large number.
0: Wow. Dope. 48? Yeah. Again, I assumed that large number was more than a 10. So, yeah. (laughs) Boom! Throw the Capture Sphere. The button clicks on it. You see this thing just turn into energy and get uh, trapped up inside of the ball. You... See that it shakes there for a couple of moments, and it shakes three times, and then it clicks shut and stops moving.
1: Ooh, yeah. I got another thing.
0: This is known as the blood-sucking beast.
1: Is that the the voice I hear in my head?
0: Yep. And then you hear, Link established.
1: Weird. Hey, Fuji. Yes? You only got the one beast, right? Yes. Here, you want this? I, I caught a bat. But it's like a weird bat. It has no eyes. It's like... <laughs>
4: bat-like than a normal bat. I kind of cock an eyebrow at you suspiciously, because, like... Wait, did I know that G had a suitcase full of bombs?
0: Like, you know he has a new suitcase. That's about where that ends.
4: Okay, so I'm the normal amount of suspicious of you, not, like... Extra suspicious because hey, of things you, you have done specifically. want this eyeless
3: bat that I just knocked out.
1: We also worked together, uh, to build stuff too. Like we, after that, like we were like working together to like build backpack, the, the backpack and like break down one of the, uh, capture spheres. Yeah,
0: like you, oh, you, that's right. you helped him break down the capture spheres. So. Yeah,
1: like we have, a, we have, dare I say, a stronger relationship than, uh, the, the rest of the people
4: that I've known for much longer. <laughs>
0: this bridge is currently unburnt. <laughs> yeah. so to speak
4: <laughs> so no extra suspicion going on okay are you sure that you're able to give these creatures to other people aren't there isn't there a magical link involved
1: well i mean no our our dead friend uh stole <laughs> um one <laughs> from a a super bad guy and they instantly started following him so i would assume that if i just give this to you then the the bat will uh i don't know treat you as its uh leader or some sort of steward
0: uh silver's in the cave with you yeah basically um it doesn't really transfer per se but um typically the the way that beasts grow and become more powerful is they they trust their trainer and their bond increases if you're just gonna if you give your beast away and you're in possession of the capture sphere it will listen to you but it may not trust you um at first you'd still have to earn its trust
1: yeah silver i just finished beating the crap out of this thing so i think it would actually trust fuji more than me
4: not gonna lie well if you aren't interested in taking care of this beast i can take care of it for you
1: no i i have all i need with a <laughs> you know spandir and gary they're they're pretty great but I'm sure you can make this one good, too. I thank you, Mr. G. I hand over the, uh, captures here.
0: Cool. Um, you then hear, once again, what I just said. Uh, the blood-sucking beast, Link, established in that, like, weird telepathic voice in your head.
4: Did you hear that, too? It's kind of creepy. You know, it's, like, blood-sucking. I've come across stranger creatures in my day, and I let, uh, the little beastie out of his ball, and, uh, heal him up with my thing. So he recovers four wounds. Do you feed him rice balls? Because I
1: somehow, this might not be a real memory, but I kind of remember from the Pokemon TV series. Feeding feeding Zubat's rice balls. Yeah. (laughs) I vaguely remember
0: that.
3: They're called Donuts, Mike. The show went out of its way to make sure we knew they were donuts at every opportunity.
0: (laughs) That was just for English audiences.
2: (laughs) I fucking know that. Side note, is is uh, Johnny making his way back with Kenny at this point?
0: I'm still going to resolve the whole you guys are going to get firewood thing here in a minute. Oh, sure.
2: I made sure not
4: to uh, set up the perimeter until after you guys got back so that you don't accidentally set something off and get blown back into the woods. Although it would be kind of funny if G didn't notice you were doing that.
2: <laughs> it would be kind of funny. So a, a couple a little while ago uh Johnny gave Kenny the silver rock. Does Kenny have silver rock? Kenny out?
0: does have silver rock. Okay. Out, I think that he would. You have luckier out to kind of be a means of protection.
2: Yeah, well, mostly just cuz he likes to be out. He's he's pretty low health right now, so I don't know how how much protection he would be. Would
0: Izzo come with us? Uh, he's following behind.
2: Okay. I I don't think he likes any of the rest of us feel like he's very neutral. He doesn't know anyone.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's following the guy that's paying him money. That's where we're at. Cool. <laughs> Basically, you guys walk around and you break some branches off the trees, you start collecting some of the brush, some of the sticks, and you do manage to get a good amount in a pretty short amount of time. Can you make me a luck check, though, as you guys are making some noise? Fail. Fail? Okay. Yeah. As you are breaking sticks off of one of the trees, a sacred beast comes out uh, out of the tree down at you, and it bounces off of your head. Uh, make me a sense check to see if you see this before it happens.
2: Uh, that's going to be a pass. Is it a blackjack, though? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes, it is a bla- it is a blackjack. Okay. So I can dodge or block is what you're saying? Correct. Well, I don't have a shield, so I would say blocking is probably smarter.
0: You mean dodging is smart? Dodging?
2: Yes, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> uh, 34.
0: 34, uh, yeah, you dodge out of the way. And you see this thing that looks like a wine colored berry with a couple of green leaves and like a stem come off of it. And it has yellow eyes and it like spins down, bounces off of the ground, and is there in front of you. It looks angry that you were breaking stuff off of its tree.
2: Oh, hey there, buddy. I'm sorry about that. Didn't mean to take this stick. Here, you want it back?
0: Uh, It takes the stick out of your hand and bites it, and it then heads back into the woods. It looks like it wanted its stick back.
2: See ya. Sorry about that. <laughs> hey, guys, let's make sure to take the sticks off the ground. I don't want to anger the, the local wildlife here.
0: Uh, Yeah, you guys continue to then just uh, get stuff off the ground. A little bit of time passes. By the time you get back to camp, it is, sun is now setting. And you guys are all together underneath the campfire, start getting the fire going. Fuji sets up his runes to create some guarding on the outside of the campsite. Your night progresses. What do you do?
2: Um, I build a fire by using some lighter fluid and a lighter that I have.
4: I name my two new
2: beasts.
0: Cool. Yeah, what what are your nicknames just so I know?
3: Beast 1 and Beast 2.
0: Dope.
4: The bat creature bloodsucker. I've decided to name him Vampire.
0: Since you planned on using the Japanese name for the deerling, I thought you were going to go with the French name for the zoo bat of Nosferati.
3: Oh, I like that better. <laughs> I'll go with that. Name them Nosferat <laughs> 1 and Nosferat 2.
2: It's <laughs> <That's> pretty solid. <laughs>
0: Oh look at that. I just killed myself. Oh shit.
3: <laughs> Your speech is surprisingly eloquent post mortem, actually.
0: Oh, thank you. I'm I'm surprised that I haven't sucked all of the energy out of my computer in my ghost like form. <laughs>
2: <laughs> did you call it vampire or did you call it nosferatu?
4: I'm going to keep nosferati because I just like that better.
0: I mean that's fair. Uh yeah, cool. So we have Nosferati and uh what are you using for the deerling?
4: For the deerling I'm going with uh furfur, which is a flying deer monster from the Goetia, A list of all the demons that King Solomon can summon.
0: Dope. Dig it.
2: Furfur. Fur Fur
0: Furfur. Fur. Fur,
2: fur. fur sure. fur, fur.
0: What do you do? What do you do this evening? Go to bed. So, um, you guys just get the camp going. It is secured. Mr. G goes to bed. The rest of you guys are all hanging out.
1: To clarify, he's meditating in the corner for three hours.
0: Mr. G is off in the corner, chanting to himself lowly under his breath as he meditates.
3: Mr. G is so good at endearing himself to his peers. I'll be over in this corner for three hours. Don't interrupt me. He said he said nothing of the sort. <laughs> he can be interrupted. Try not to interrupt
1: me. He said nothing of the sort. He just kind of wandered off. Just try not to eat
4: what? near That's me or better. breathe. <laughs> or talk to me or talk
2: near me. Uh Johnny finds a comfortable looking spot to lay down uh and for him and luckier to lay down and he just starts looking through some of his uh, various items in his backpack. Actually, it's a satchel, isn't it? Uh, He's looking through, he pulls his his fedora off and begins touching a feather on it. I think it's an orange feather, I believe.
0: It kind of looks like a sunset, so it's white and orange at the base and by the tip it is like a violet purple. Almost black.
2: So that feather uh, as he as he looks uh, through the this picture of his old lady just kind of does a bit of reminiscing before falling asleep.
0: Okay, Johnny goes to sleep with a boner. <laughs> Can you actually make me a wheelchair False. please? False.
2: That's bird hot. Uh, blackjack.
0: Oh fuck. The feather actually glows. It illuminates the part of the cavern that you have separated yourself into with your companions, away from your companions, and the feather lights up and it is red, orange, white, and green when it fully illuminates.
2: Well, that's different. Hmm.
0: You feel a strong presence trying to pull you out of the cavern and lead you farther up the hill.
2: Uh, hey, Luckier, come with me
0: uh luckier it gets up from laying down by the fire and follows you out
2: yeah do i set off the traps on the way out
0: so dylan your traps are they spaced apart are they like all They're in a row spaced apart make me a sense check jared
2: i
4: would have told the group about them i wouldn't have just like set the traps and wished for the best
0: i understand that
2: yes i'm on a vision quest guys <laughs> i can't see your traps but i did pass <laughs> though
0: you do manage to see where the runes are embedded into the ground, and you do not step or set off the traps as you leave camp.
2: Uh, I follow where the, where the feather takes me.
0: You see various camps that are set up, and you walk for what feels like a good while. You get to where the hill kind of crests, and you see, um, amongst like some similar rock formations, there appears to be a tower on top of it. The tower has a faint, uh, a faint glow that reminds you of like an early morning sunset on a spring day, or early, sun- early morning sunrise on a spring day.
2: Luckier, you can come along with me if you want, but if you if this looks weird to you, feel free to go back to the campsite. I'm gonna go investigate this.
0: Luckier follows you, and stays close to you, but seems to be moving with caution.
2: Yes, I too am moving with caution, using my detective sense to ensure that I don't hurt myself (laughs) while sneaking.
0: Again, all of the trainers that are amongst this route, there are people that have set up camp, some people are still awake and they are talking, but you are not challenged to any battles, You you are not impeded in your progress, no beasts manage to bug you when you go up to the rock formation... Can you make an agility check for Luckier to follow you up there? She's got to jump up there and you can fly up there. Yeah, it's
2: a pass regardless of who's rolling it.
0: Cool. You fly up there pretty quickly using your black wings just propel you up to the top where the entrance into this tower is.
2: He's a he's a bald eagle, wouldn't they be brown wings?
0: Uh, Tengu specifically have black wings. That's the only oh, okay. difference. Yep.
2: Well, never mind. Black wings.
0: You and Luckier walk into this tower, and you feel an immense power in here as the doorway is glowing and you walk in. Can I get earmuffs for Johnny?
2: It's my vision quest time, guys. Well, this should be interesting. <laughs> yeah. You're like, finally, you engage with your feather.
0: <laughs> well, I've been hinting at it. You walk in through the light. Luckier reluctantly, uh, follows you to make sure that you are protected. Because, you know, you have a budding strong bond. You head on in through the light and you feel warm. Like you, you walk through this light and you have flashes to the day where you saw this great bird fly over, uh, and circle your compound as a child and the feather drops down to you and you see the beast again Um, in an ethereal form appear in front of you. You just see the head close up. You feel as though that this is the god that helped create the Law Clan and helped create all Tengus. The creature in front of you, you know as Hinotori.
2: I'm going to write that down because I absolutely will forget it. So give me one second.
0: The room is glowing with the colors of this beast itself.
2: And I'm like face to face with Hinotori.
0: Correct red body with like a white belly golden beak with a golden plumage of feathers that end in that violet tip there are red, white, and green feathers, it's tail feathers are all those like golden feathers that you got as a child it illuminates the room it's presence fills this room it is not physically here it is a visage, you can absolutely tell this, and you see it and it just goes Johnny, my child you have finally come.
2: Do I know that this thing is called Hinotori?
0: You have heard stories about your bird god that your family prays to in the past. There was a shrine built to this god in your childhood home. The sword that okay. your brother inherited from your father, your family's, um, your family's sacred sword, the violet quill, is also based off of the tail feathers of this beast.
2: Yes, I have finally come. Uh, is that you, Hino Tori?
0: It is my child.
2: He, like, puts his hand up to the feather in his hat.
0: It glows incredibly bright to the point where it actually almost turns silver as you bring it up to the face of Hino Tori. It's almost too bright for you to look at it. Too bright. It's too bright. You then see Lucky is, like, bowing down to this uh, beast respecting its power.
2: I also bow down to Hinotori. It seems my family owes you a great debt, Hinotori.
0: Indeed. Before I was imprisoned, I took your flock and I hid them somewhere in the universe they couldn't be threatened or attacked. And I had hoped that my power was enough to keep you all safe, to guide you. It seems as though I was mistaken, but it's good that you've come here, Johnny. You've come here for a reason. I'm here to help show you the the path. The path of the ancestor.
2: I'm willing to follow the path.
0: Wonderful. Johnny, I'm using what little power I have to help open the bridge to find your brother. You both are in peril that you don't fully see. There are threats that Aim to destroy this world. I need you to set me free, Johnny. I need you... I need you to find me. And then I can show you truly where your brother is and reunite you.
2: Where can I start to look to free you?
0: My cousins that you travel with, follow them to their destination. Most of the beasts, we were... In prison, our power was too great and sought after. And we are being used as vessels to open up a portal to the other world. Another world that contains something dark and malevolent. I'm sure that you can see that the skies themselves are changing. The aura in the air changes and becomes more sinister as every day passes. I am to the north. I can be released in the north, and I can help you attain the light that will blow these shadows back. Travel north, my child.
2: Is is this in line with the direction that we're already headed heading?
0: Yeah. Unfortunately there's no real way on if you're completely lined up if you just gotta keep like walking a straight line okay. type deal. But you guys are currently heading north the city that you have to go to to meet your contact is directly north but pathways will split off
2: I feel like the demigods told us that we had to go north anyway
0: they can try and track their way back they did mention going north alright this does line up with information you have
2: thank you Hinotori I will do so I will help free you and then we can find my brother Marshall
0: wonderful I look forward to seeing and with that the vision of Hinatori fades in front of you. Unfortunately, it was as much power as they could kind of convey just to talk with you, and the vision fades in front of you. You are left alone in this cavern that is completely empty, and you, sir, see a feather in front of you that is a different feather.
2: Oh, nice. More feathers.
0: It's from a different... Beast,
2: Birds of another feather.
0: It is a bright white silvery feather.
2: When I look at it, can I identify any, does it, does it have some kind of power or presence to it? It
0: holds a similar presence and feel as your feather does, but you do know that it's not from Hinotori. It seems to be from a different bird-like beast.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. All right. How you doing there, Luckier? You hanging in all right?
0: She nods at you and just looks at you with reassurance. Definitely seems as though you know you're messing with very important sacred beasts, and they seem to know you. This kind of helps your your bond and your standing with Luckier.
2: Hey, Luckier, you want me to fly us back? Might be a little easier. I know, you're probably tired.
0: She kind of nods. And you kind of, like, pick her up. Like, you know when you pick up a dog by, like, like their, their ribs and, like, their paws are just kind of, like, straight out? She just, like, yeah. looks down kind of menacingly at the ground beneath as you hold her and fly.
2: Yeah.
0: And you fly back to the cavern.
2: Yes, I use my wings to fly, but I also have hands, and I use those to hold Luckier.
0: You're queen of the world! <laughs> <laughs> you head on back. And that's what you see. Dylan, what do you do with your night?
4: Well, after I name my sacred beasts and get the trap set up, I just spend the night communing with the beasts and also the two spirits in my sword. Cool. Start to
0: get to know your beasts and your sword beasts. Uh, Have a pretty easy night. At one point, you're kind of hanging out, just like bonding with everything and communing with everything, and you notice that Johnny leaves camp and comes back hours later, like, you are asleep when he returns. Uh, Graham. Yeah. What do you do with your night?
3: I'd imagine just, like, shoot the shit with Silver, probably Johnny, for the time that he's around, uh, mostly about the fight.
0: hmm S- Yeah, like, Silver's hanging out there. He goes, yeah, no, Bugs, Bugs looking great. It's getting super fast. He seems to love this stuff, too, which might be good, but... He's built for it. <laughs> I mean, it was a, it was a Good pick when you picked that capture sphere. I'll tell you what, must have been fate itself.
3: <laughs> His bug is perfect. And then uh, I assume he's out, and I'll like pat oh, him. Oh, yeah, on the head. absolutely. Very rarely is he not out.
0: So, yeah, you guys are hanging out. Silver is like making dinner for everybody. Cello, Muella, and uh, Melody are helping out Silver using telekinetic powers to help put stuff in a pot. He makes stew for everybody, pretty basic stew. It's hearty, it's warm, it helps fill the small cavern you guys have essentially outfitted for your campsite for the night with, like, warm, homey smells. You proceed to shoot the shit with Silver and the beasts all night, and as your night's kind of wearing down, uh, you're starting to get tired after hanging out. You see Johnny leave? Doesn't set off the traps, and you (laughs) pass out by the time that he returns. Hey, Danger. Yeah.
1: How long was Johnny gone for?
0: Hours. Uh, You were done meditating when Johnny comes back.
1: I was going to say, yeah. So I would basically, as soon as everyone's asleep, and I have my, like, three hours of meditation, I'd start tinkering with things again. Okay. I would like to try to build myself some armor. Out of the metal I have.
0: Okay. Yeah, go ahead and roll me an intelligence check. Exactly. What are you trying to do armor-wise? Breastplate, wrist guards, bracers, what?
1: Yeah, I mean, with my stuff right now, I don't really have, like, working, um, enough, like, working tools to create, like, plate. I'm looking to just, like, reinforce key areas. Okay. Like, like elbows, knees, uh, you know, sides, shoulders, stuff like that. Kind of just, like, reinforce what I already have. Yeah. And then hopefully I also want to put in some electronics to make it, like, enhance some sort of perception, like, maybe, like, some sensors on there that can give me, like, little stimulations if I'm, like, if, if an attack is coming in.
0: Cool. Yeah, roll me that intelligence check.
1: Oof, that's a 9 out
0: of 9. 9 out of 9? You have enough wires and lights and little bit of computer system. You have enough uh, stuff where you can make a crude sensor system. And basically what it does is it creates motion sensors on different areas of your body. So like, you attach a couple sensors to the outside of your backpack. So it's mostly helpful in the case of people being in your blind spots. Essentially it it'll beep as soon as someone's in your blind spot. The plate that you create they're pretty basic. You feel like they're probably going to do the job. You take out like your welding kit and you use it to laser cut some plates. You rivet them together and you can basically <laughs> reinforce like some basic thin pauldrons that you can put around your shoulders, some bracers around your uh around your wrists and your hands just extra pr- protection. Um, I'll say that you get an additional, um, five armor, as far as your plates go, on your chest.
4: Sick. Hey, Danger? Yes. Is he still working on that when I get up?
0: Uh, yeah, he's working well into the morning.
4: Well, would
1: Johnny come back first, though?
0: Yes, that is true. So, Johnny, when you come back, you see that Mr. G is now tinkering, uh, while people are trying to sleep.
2: Uh, Johnny thinks to himself, well, that's kind of inconsiderate that he didn't move farther away from all of these sleeping people.
0: How do you know that? I'm, I, <laughs> I'm as far away as I can be. It's not a big space. Like, it's enough space for everyone to create their own small little area to sleep, but, like, it's not, it's not that big. Like, he would see you in the cave when he comes back.
2: At this yeah. point, though, is J- pretty tired.
0: Yeah. You come back and you just, like, pass out.
2: Hey, hey, Johnny.
1: Hey, Johnny, where'd you go? Where were you? Shh,
0: Mr. G.
2: People are sleeping.
1: Oh, okay, if you're gonna be weird about it. And he goes back to his, uh, his work. Uh, yeah, Johnny falls asleep.
0: Cool. To confirm, again, yes, Dylan, you see that Mr. G is still tinkering and working, uh, when you wake up.
4: Alright, I'll, uh, go over to him and, uh, see what he's working on.
0: When you go over there, it looks like he's creating a whole bunch of sensors and attaching them to the outside of his backpack and wiring them on.
4: Also to, like, the
1: pauldrons and the, and the bracers and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, like, that's on you by the time that Fuji wakes up. So you see that he's also, like, more kitted out, he has more armor on him, looks a bit edgier.
1: Edgier? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. G is anti-edge.
0: Yeah, his edges are still smoothed, but like he has like a whole bunch of extra plating on him.
4: <laughs> Mr. G, what is it that you're doing? Oh, uh, well well you see, Fuji, um
1: we we've been attacked and uh by evil people uh before you got here, and uh they almost killed all of us, and then a child killed one of our friends, so I figured uh I would make it harder to kill me, you know? The, I've, I've got would some you like armor. you help with that?
4: Uh, y- what kind of help are you, uh, are you offering? Do you have something which would let me inscribe runes onto the pieces of your armor? Uh, you mean like a tool? Yes.
1: I do. What kind of, what kind of runes are you talking about? I've, I've witnessed, uh, there, let me just say that the majority of my experience with magic has been negative, not... Positive.
4: This would let your armor become more effective by passing just a little of your own magic power through them.
1: Alright, well, uh, yeah, dear, you, I have this blowtorch, um, it, you have to be very careful with it. Don't, don't, uh, put it too close because it'll cut right through. Uh, and then G would actually take off the armor for him to start putting runes on it.
0: I assume you would probably, like, put it on your breastplate that you just made?
1: Well, I don't have a breastplate. It's, it's, um, it, it's, uh, pauldrons, bracers, and, uh, knee pads.
0: Okay, so you could inscribe them onto, kind of where the hands are on, uh, your bracers.
4: Yeah, I would go bracers for sure. Danger, here's what I'm trying to do. hmm I'm trying to use the rune scribe thing to permanently put on, two of my Algi's runes. So So that's the
0: shield, right?
4: Well, it does shielding or armor. Okay. I've just only used the shield. So basically, if Mr. G spends one magic, he would gain plus six armor for two minutes. No, wait. Ten minutes.
0: Cool. So what I'm going to need you to do is I'm going to need you to make me a would you say a style check or a magic check is better for this? Because you're using an external tool to etch the rune on. I almost feel like style.
1: I would say an agility check would be viable too, just because
4: he has to be careful with the blowtorch. Uh, do you want me to just do all of those checks and let you know what I got?
0: Yeah, fuck it. All three.
4: So I got a one out of three agility. Okay. I got a 3 out of 2 style. Okay. And I got a 5 out of 9 magic.
0: Okay. It ain't pretty. <laughs> you managed to blowtorch on some algae's runes onto both hands of the, uh, bracers.
1: Let me just say, Mr. G does not care about pretty. Uh, Fuji, thank, thank you very much. How do I, uh, as he's putting the armor back on,
4: he goes, how do I, uh, utilize this, uh, this, This rune, this magic. Touch the runes and concentrate on your inner energy. If you pass your own magical potential through them, it should activate and you will become more defended for a short period of time.
1: So Mr. G kind of like grabs his wrists with either arm uh, and tries to do that.
0: Make me a magic check.
1: Holy shit. I was just about to say it's not going to happen, but that's a three out of three. That's a black deck.
0: (laughs) tight so every time you activate this once again gives you plus six armor for 10 minutes costs one from your pool when you do successfully activate it but you do gain the armor gauntlets and bracers themselves glow with a little bit of silvery magic when it's active the runes also glow when it's activated
1: Fuji this this is gonna help almost more than than what I created I I appreciate it it's the least I could do after you gave me Nosferati. Oh, that's funny. It's like a like a bloodsucker. It's like a vampire. I get it. Well, thank you, Mr. G.
0: <laughs> With that, everybody else starts waking up. Johnny wakes up last out of everybody. As you guys rest, uh, once again, if there are still any remaining wounds on you or your beasts, they are recovered. By the time you guys are ready to get going, head off from camp, it's mid-morning.
2: When Johnny wakes up, I want him to put uh, the the new feather that he has next to the old feather that he has, both lucky feathers in his hat.
0: You now have two feathers in your hat. I
2: have two. I put them on the same side.
0: Yeah. Oh, of course.
2: What's the party doing? Were they, like, eating?
0: Yeah, people are like eating breakfast, getting ready, packing up their shit and getting ready to go.
1: Mr. G has some dope new armor. Yeah,
0: it that looks he like made overnight. It looks like what Mr. G was doing was, was reinforcing himself.
2: Ah. Nice. Oh, hey, Mr. G, I forgot to give you this. Um, he hands over that empty bottle with the robotic spider that he trapped. Oh, I almost forgot about the spiders. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so many here. Spiders. you can take that. I have no use for this, but I'm sure you can find something to do with it. You know, this will be a project for another day, but
1: I, I think if I look at these, I could possibly create a situation where we won't have to deal with them anymore if I understand them better. Well, I don't understand that stuff, but here you are. Oh, that's a, that's a nice feather you have in your hat, Johnny. I rolled a, I rolled a suncheck check, by the way, in past.
0: Yeah. It's not like it's very hidden. You guys would all notice the hat with another feather in it.
1: You sprucing it up now that you found, uh, your new, uh, bird god? Your new
2: bod? Yeah, more or less. Uh, is the group all together, or are they kind of separated?
0: You're all in the same general area.
2: Alright, so guys, last night I walked off and I found god. I thought you already found god, Johnny. Did you find yeah, another but, uh, god? Did you find no. more god? Hey, beasts. Uh, does the name Hinotori mean anything to you?
0: Absolutely. Hinotori is one of our cousins.
2: Yeah, I talked to him yesterday. Wait, what? I- I- Was
1: this the evil one that, you know, we may have released?
0: Before my cousins and my brothers and I were imprisoned, Hinotori controlled the sun and was responsible for the summers, the sun in the sky, so to speak.
2: Well, anyway, I talked to him yesterday. He told me that uh, if I could help free him, that he'd be able to help me find my brother Marshall. Uh, anyway, he's up in the north where we're headed anyway, so if the opportunity arises, would hope that we could do so.
0: Um, The location that we are drawn to, the last location that we were in before you put us in these bodies Hinotori was sealed there we will be able to hopefully find um the item that your god was sealed in
2: uh that's good question uh is there another uh do you have another cousin that's you know like a silverish color as he like runs it through his other feather
0: (laughs) uh yes Yes, uh, Hinotori's brother, Ryojin, um, responsible for the current and how the water flows through the planet, albeit the the western side of our planet, so where you came from. It's very interesting to see that Ryojin's feather was left here.
2: Yeah, I thought it was weird.
0: Must have been a sign of your meeting with Hinotori.
2: Hmm. Perhaps. Either way I thought it was a pretty sweet feather, so I thought I'd rock it like this. I gotta say I think it looks pretty nice.
0: To describe it uh to all of you guys, you see a resplendent bright silver feather. It almost looks like it's made out of like a speckling mithril. It is like super bright, the sun reflects on it. I don't know the proper term, but the actual part where the feather connects um is like this deep navy blue.
2: The quill? Isn't that the quill, quill? yeah.
0: Quill. Okay, that was right. Okay, I wasn't sure. Yeah. Uh, the quill is like a deep navy blue.
1: So it seems like uh, all signs point to north. We should just keep going the way we're going.
0: <laughs>
2: I would say so.
0: The professor you're supposed to be meeting in the next town over. We'll just have to make sure to stop in and see him before we pass through. Maybe stop for some supplies?
2: Yeah, maybe we can stock up and see what they got there. This is like a tech city, right? Maybe we can find some new weapons or armor. Or maybe materials for that guy.
0: <laughs> I think that it would be good if we all rested for an extra day and did prepare before we head out. I don't know how long our trek is going to be, but I do remember a big sprawling forest um around where we last were.
2: Oh, you mean before we make it there?
0: Yes. This is Melody speaking up, by the way.
2: Ah, well, it's never good to go in unprepared.
0: Of of course. You head out. Your travel this day is unabated. You see that there are people that are out here training, and you see that people kind of wave you on, but as you guys pass through this winding pathway that is at the top of the hill, it looks like most of the other trainers are in battles as you pass. You are not challenged. As you guys get to the crest of the hill, Johnny, this is where that tower you were in before was. You all see a large, similar rock formation made out of these large pillars of stone. And on top, there is a large tower that has a door and an entranceway to it. And it's covered in different symbols. At the edge of your vision, you guys all see a huge towering dome like town that has multi tiers to it. You see large gears on the outside of the city that turn and you see steam rise out from the town. It almost looks like this town is built into the mountain range behind it and Ooh. it is sitting on top of a lake. Silver goes, guys, look, there it is. It's uh it's Kronas Canals. We're getting close now, and you guys are all drawn to the city. You see that there's water pouring out near entryways where all those gears are, and you can see bridges rising up on different levels that unleash waterfalls in between them. This is the most technologically impressive town you guys have seen up until this point, and you're not even inside. Once again, like, huge wall, big gears that turn and move and flow water back into the lake. And it looks like you can get to different levels by rising bridgeways that rise, uh, to meet the next level.
1: Danger, seven yes. out of nine intelligence check. Uh, am I impressed? Based on, based on, uh, Nugentsokyo standards.
0: This is impressive by their standards. You've seen different buildings that are, like, skyscrapers, floating buildings. You name it, you've seen it. You have not seen a city like this before. So take that as you will.
1: Very, very clockwork, very mechanical, but still pretty pretty cool. Yeah,
0: it's very cool. It's more cool because it's here, and it's not on a more tech-powered planet.
1: Yeah, it, it basically what they've surmounted based on the basic level of technology. From the rest of the society is what's impressive and cool.
0: Yeah, exactly. Cool. You guys get to the top of the hill, and you see that the pathway kind of snakes around to the entrance on the right side of the lake that Kronos canals sits on. This city now towers uh, in front of you. You guys walk up, and you are met by two guards at the gate. Pleasure or gym challenge?
2: Uh, both. Pleasure, I suppose.
0: Um, we're actually here to meet with Professor Hemlock. Here, I have this, I have this note from Professor Bonsai. You see Silver kind of, like, pushes his way through all of your legs (laughs) because with all these fucking tall people around the kid, and he hands him a note that you see has uh, Bonsai's signature on it. Uh, we're supposed to get some information from him. Uh, could you guys show us to his, uh, to his laboratory? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, little fella, no worries, I got gotcha. you. This half-orc inside half-plate armor takes the note and reads it over, laughs, gives it back to him, and knocks on the gate, and the big steel doors open inward, revealing the inside of the city. You see different waterways and canals as you all walk inside of the city. You see beasts and boats alike that traverse the canals to move between everything. And then you see large riverways where those bridges are locked into. They can move both up and move down. And you see steam is released and water is released to make sure that the pathways work and the streets are not flooded as the bridges go back down and up. And it is a very, very high-tech affair. I will say this. You all get a weird vibe when you walk into town. Everything here is, like, mystical to kind of look at. However, none of the people seem stoked to be here. You don't see anybody walking around with their sacred beasts out. You know, stuff like that. The vibe in town is very odd and off-putting. Hmm. You guys can all make me intelligence checks.
4: Nope, that is a 12 out of a not 12.
0: Okay.
3: Failed the first one. I uh, got a 1 on the reroll. So 1 I on the reroll. Passed.
0: Cool.
4: I got a 6
1: out of
0: 9.
4: 6 out of 9? A 6 out of 9. Uh, fail from Johnny. Six out
0: of nine. You guys briefly read about a couple of different wars that happened since the founding of this planet, since stuff was beginning to get scribed down by the humans that settled here, yada yada yada. You know that the town here was particularly impacted by what was referred to as the Second Human War. Essentially, it was an attack on the structured religion on the planet itself. A lot of people in the Eastern Hemisphere, as those of you who passed uh, remember it, um, tensions are still high here. People are still very sensitive to the subject. A lot of people here are no longer sacred beast trainers or really use sacred beasts in their everyday lives and kind of actually resent them. (laughs) You know that... Religion here has mostly fallen off, so they're kind of crypts at this point. Um, No one is, like, actively religious anymore at, in this town. So it seems like people keep their sacred beasts kind of locked up just to avoid any hassle or trouble from people who might still be upset or affected by the war.
1: Are they mostly humans here, or are they different
0: there are different races you most commonly you see humans and elves you see orcs and half orcs uh you see a couple of tengus but more on the less crazy spectrum of humanoid races
1: yeah not so much fringe races
0: yeah (laughs) as you guys are all getting acclimated and walking into the gate this guard starts uh like walking to the left and begins to start bringing you over to where Professor Hemlock's lab is. Someone runs up to the guard. You see a she-woman. She's wearing a cut-off leather jacket. It goes to about her waist. She's wearing high-waisted pants uh, that are kind of like semi-jean material. And she's wearing a silk shirt underneath it. Her uh, leather coat has some like studs and some armor on it. Guard, you guys gotta go take care of this! Some people are trying to steal beasts up the road! Oh god, not again. Ugh, I apologize. There's a gate that leads to to his specific lab. It's separate from the city itself. The man was very private. I have to go deal with this. The scene fades, with the guard running off with this semi-armored individual and you guys pointed in the right direction you see that the clouds above head um are dark and very very menacing with that we will pick back up right here next week and for those of you still listening at this point, as, as the scene sets, I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning again this week. Um, if you like what you heard, please spread the word. Let everybody know about the Warplords podcast and what we're doing. If any of what you, what you've listened to, uh, tickles your fancy, reach out to us. Come check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can also, uh, download the game at drivethroughrpg.com. Just search for Warplords. And we'll catch you here next Wednesday with another new episode of the Warplords podcast. Make good choices.
2: All right. Bye.
4: Remember to wash your hands and practice social distancing.